Today's guest started his roofing business with a single truck and some tools. 15 years and 5,000 roofs later, he has grown a successful business. Today, we get to the bottom, or should I say top, of what is behind his entrepreneurial journey. I'm Matt Mowry, Executive Editor of Business NH Magazine. And I'm Nathan Carroll, Chief Growth Officer of Granite Media Group and founder of Cardinal Consulting. And welcome to BizCast NH. Well, I am very interested to talk to today's guest because yeah. I am the least handy person around. Oh, no. Thank God for my wife. Oh. Because she is a... The, Why? Well, because she makes some the phone extent. call to a handy person no, or because no, no. she's handy? That's me. Oh. I am the, let's call a professional. Yeah. She is the, oh, we can do this. And eventually we get to the point, and sometimes she's right. And then we get to the my point where I'm like, and now it's time to call a professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, what has been your like worst project that you thought you could take on that you couldn't? <laughs> okay, if any of our listeners are suffering from PTSD about this time last year when we were talking about my my escapades in uh, home construction, um, if you remember that I tried to replace the front steps of my house. Oh uh, yes, and I was like, oh, I'll just you know pull off the railings and the decking and and. And, um, you know, just kind of cover everything up, be good to go, kind of freshen it up, whatever. Nope. It was all framed incorrectly. Nope. It was the concrete was bad. So what did Nathan have to do? Pull the whole darn thing off. And oh. then in the meantime, figure out how to <laughs> how to build a front step. <laughs> no, just... Oh, oh, just a simple thing, right? But see, yeah, that's pull up my a video. That's right? my well, yeah. I get like I don't. I can't tell you how many videos of like from treks and you know all of these. Uh, the, all yeah, from that, from YouTube. I mean, uh, eventually I got there, um, and it was also like in the ninety-five degree heat of the summer in my front yard oh. that faces south. Uh, so it would be like I'd work for an hour, and then I feel like I was going to die, and then I'd come in, and then I'd look out there and go, well. There's one board that's nailed to that ledger. Okay, now there's like six more to go. <laughs> it was it was hellacious. But I so here's the kicker, right? People know this when they're doing something at home. Like I bought all the tools that I now need to build the deck, and I'm like, oh geez, well I've got all the tools. Should I just build the deck? I haven't built the deck yet, by no, the way. But, but it always leads. To, <laughs> I at our first house, I just dreaded us taking on any project because mm. we called it the half-assed house. Because oh. every time we started something, we would discover something the previous mm-hmm. homeowner did that made things five times harder than it oh, needed absolutely. to be. Yeah, like yeah. you know, we're like, oh well, we'll just take down all this horrible contact paper they used as wallpaper, Whoa. and we'll paint. Five layers of different types of wallpaper, and not all of them actual <laughs> wallpaper materials oh God, later. And then we'd find things like, oh, they apparently moved the height of this door and just oh. papered over the gap. Oh. Or the oven used to be that here, works. and they papered over the hole and didn't actually fill it. I'm like, wow. oh my God. That's special. Oh yeah, it was. As It's just like, you know, like you said, talk about PTSD. I'm like, I can't, oh. I cannot take on another project yeah. in this house. No. I looked at our bathroom recently and I was like, oh, it's just like a new vanity and a light and a mirror. And then I was like, wait, 
if I know anything about anything, it's going to be like remove the vanity and the wall is like rotted and then remove the mirror and I have to redo the electric or, you know, and uh, Mike's dying in the control room because he's like, yeah, that's how it goes. He lives, uh-huh. in, a, lives in an old house. He knows these things. Well, it got to the point where I knew I, it, it, for certain projects, I needed to go to like the more local hardware store where the, I could get some advice. <laughs> you could learn because how to do it I did get a leave. little jaded with a certain... Um, chain block type of store where I renamed their slogan to you cannot do it and we will not help. <laughs> and with that said, I think it's time oh we get to our guest God. who knows yeah, more uh, than a thing or two we'll of roll taking right on big projects. Totally can do it and totally can help. Um, our guest this week is Adam Valancourt, the founder and owner of his namesake company, Adam Valancourt Roofing and Construction, based in Milford, New Hampshire. Adam's company has humble beginnings in 2004 and has grown to be a top 100 roofing contractor. Adam's growing team of employees is motivated, authentic, and always striving for excellence. Adam himself is motivated by his team and their desire to do great work every day. Adam, welcome. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me, man. This it's, is an honor. Uh, it's our pleasure. Thanks for thanks for being here. And um, you seem like, from what I know so far in all of the you know stalking and research that we do before folks come on, um, like a, a rather humble and really hardworking guy. Uh, and so I would love to hear, and I think our listeners would too, um, about the beginning. So let's talk about you, your roots, the roots of the company, um, and, and how all this got started, you and the company, as it were. Well, I, um, you know, I kind of grew up in the trades. You know, my dad was, uh, I got on my first roofing project when I was like 12, and I, uh, and I failed miserably uh, <laughs> having to clean up the shingles on the ground when my dad had to come down and, like, finish the job. And I felt, like, humiliated. And I was like, who would ever want to do this the rest of their life? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, wait a minute. There must be more to this story. Yeah, honestly. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it escalated where I was doing it in, in high school. and uh, But I, I didn't want to do it for a career. Mm. I, um, I wanted to... I thought about, well, I want to be more. And, um, you know, I went to college and got out of college. College, you know, I I just wasn't taking it seriously. I got out and I, I got back into the trades and uh, nice. and excelled rather quickly at it and, and learned my skill from um, in my 20s up till uh, about 29. Mm. And, um, you know, when you're good at something, you like doing it and, you know, and it pays the bills. And, um it just came natural to me, uh, you know, running teams and, and, and doing the installs. And, um, I mean, and when you got, when you started getting back in the trades, did you go back to work for your dad? Did you go to another company? Uh, I worked for actually my brother-in-law and, and my father actually worked for him too. And we were, we were doing a lot of framing and, um, and I, and I, I loved it. I love the, you know, creating it. Um, I got, you know, could run guys and perform at a high level and, and speed, People like speed, you know what I mean? If you right, they don't want fast, you to spend two weeks on their roof, for example. You know, yeah, and, and I would get into roofing too, and I would, you know, me and my dad would fight, and I would go, uh, I, would, <laughs> I would leave, and I would go work for roofing companies, and uh, started fa- falling in love more with the roofing side of it. Okay, and, so uh, it started out as construction. Yeah, construction, okay. remodeling, roofing, yeah. and um, I just... Uh, I like quick turnaround, and mm-hmm. I like seeing roofs getting done in a day or two. Uh, it was like, it's you know, just kind of stimulating and, and, um, and I could, I could make pretty good money at it at a very young age. Um, and you know, you, you need money, you know what I mean? Nobody else is paying the bills. Right. So yeah. I, I was like, um, and it was kind of like a sport for me every day, every day I went out there and I had to, 
you know, it's, it's brutal work. It really yeah. is. And yeah. um, I used to work for people and, and he'd be like, you really like this. He's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but I, it was like, I just was good at it. And yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, you know, I... Um, Which is always a motivating question for an employee. Like, why do you like doing this? No idea. No idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I um, I honed my skills. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I tried kind of going on my own a little bit in my later 20s, you know, but I wasn't um, kind of mature enough and I was um, just not ready. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, um, and when I got to be 29, I just, um, it was a pivotal moment for me where I, 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 I was having a hard time working for other people because mm-hmm. they weren't uh, taking it as serious. And I didn't um, like some of the things that they were doing, making little compromises here and there and homeowners not really knowing it. And I just didn't feel, I'm like, listen, this isn't, this isn't going well with me, mm-hmm. you know? And I, um, and I, I decided to go on my own and, um, and I, you know, I was just like, I understood the, uh, home improvement business. You have a 96% failure rate. Oh my God. So 4% <laughs> chance of succeeding. <laughs> and I knew it going into it and, and it's like, well, what am I going to do? And it was like everything everything you can possibly do uh-huh. to, to be successful, yeah. I, I would do. I, I, um, so what did it take, though? I mean, a lot of people go, I, I'm sick of working for other people. I'm, I'm ready to do this on my own. But quickly find out just how overwhelming that can be. So one, what clicked in your mind finally that went, I'm ready to do this? And then two, what were the discoveries you made on like, this is not as easy as I even thought it might be? Well, it, what clicked for me, um, you know, in my 20s, I, I struggled a little bit, you know, um, in, immaturity wise, like I had some problems, a little, little partying when I wasn't supposed to be partying, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I grew up at 29 and I put all that stuff behind me and um, just got really focused and I, and I could do great install. I knew all the ins and outs on the roofing mm-hmm. end of it. And I knew who to hire, how to motivate them and, and de- deliver a finished product. Nice. Everything else I learned. Yeah. I just learned. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, so I just excelled that way and, and, and was really good with my resources early and didn't, you know, go out and buy all kinds of fancy things. And, uh, you know, it was funny. I ran into a guy when I was living in this apartment and he gave me this book. It was, a uh, He's like, hey, you should read this, and it'll help you in your business. And it was the uh, Millionaire Next Door, which is like number one bestseller. And it was yep. like, how does Stuart Resources, you know, how does an average millionaire live? What do they spend their money on? And I just got really frugal and made really good business decisions, and mm. and and just um, was tenacious. I, uh, you know, I just had a lot of energy, and I was just. Um, I mean, I put in the hours and, and the stamina was what it takes, really. So yeah. you start off with just you, a truck, and some tools. Give yep. us a sense of where the business is today. Um, today, we have, uh, I don't even know the count of the employees, forgive <laughs> me, because we just <laughs> hired okay. two more. I think we're at around 38. Wow. Uh, and that doesn't include our crews. Mm-hmm. And um, so, total, you know, we're probably about 70 people total and then um we're we're gonna do uh over 20 million in in, in residential repairs and roofing and wow. gutter work this that's year. a lot of roofs wow and what kind of territory do you cover i mean where are you doing your business um we like to go in an hour in any direction 
from the Milford area. We'll mm-hmm. go a little further at times, um, more north than than down into Massachusetts. The, the travel and the commute can be a little difficult, but yeah, yeah we'll we'll travel those distances. I mean, that's phenomenal growth, and it's not every subcontractor that gets to that level, right? So what did it take for you to grow your company to the point where you're doing $20 million in annual sales? Um, so my whole thing is um, I realized when I first started, a guy's like, Adam, you have to find another reason to do it besides the money. And, and, I, and when I was 29, I was like, <laughs> like, wait, why? What other reason would there be? This is a brutal work. Yeah. But when I started serving customers um, and leaving, like, and doing really good work, people got emotional. And I'm like, wait a minute, you paid me. That 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 should be enough. But they were, like, thanking me, and they're like, I, I, haven't, I haven't had a con- uh, contractor experience like this before. And I was like, you haven't? Well, you should. Mm. You should you should get one. You, that's what you deserve. And um, and and I started seeing the impact we were making that way. I got it. I got in it. people's so, lives. So help me with something here. You, in the in the very beginning, you talked about you know you you helped your dad and, and started you know what what twelve uh, on roofs things like that. Um, what I'm hearing, and and thankfully I love this is why I love when this is in person like this is because what the 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 energy that I get from you is that you're a really caring and and uh, sound individual, I guess, in, in this way. And so who was who was your dad or your parents or, or those influences in your life that have sort of helped you to continue to have this focus on serving people and, and, uh, and you know, developing this to make this company successful? You're starting to smile, so there must be a story here. So tell us about those folks in your life. Yeah, my, I mean, my dad, um, my dad made construction fun. Like, we worked extremely hard. <laughs> But we had a lot of fun doing it, and, nice. and, and it was fun in that partnership and that relationship for years, uh, working hard. Mm-hmm. And then we love to see those results, and we love to see happy, happy customers. And um, you know, he he used to say, you know, like little statements, like you know, Adam, you know, you know, the man's words no good, the man's no good. You know what ah. I mean? And they were, he was unwavering with. Um, the level of quality, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, and I learned that and I, and I, we were fast, but then the quality had to be there mm-hmm. always. So, um, yeah, that was just foundational. Wow. Um, talked a little bit about, uh, so far where you've come from, um, that the company has grown is doing really well. Part of that formula is the team members, is the people that work for you. Tell us about those folks, and in particular, the folks that are out there doing the work every day, how you are are conveying what you believe and what you know as to the quality of the work and all of that to these individuals. Because you don't have, you know, it's not a small crew by any means. Um, so how are you making sure that that they believe it as much as you do and they do as well, as it were, as you do? Yeah, as far as the um, the employees over the years, I've been fortunate um, to get some at the beginning to get some really quality people uh, over the years that we've built around. Mm. And um, I was extremely um, aggressive, and I'm like, "Hey, this is the direction you want. We want to go." I'd make it really exciting for people, and people were like, uh, yeah, I want to do that too." I mean, I, I hired a lot of people down, you know, in the local town of Milford at the local uh, diner, nice. you know, at a table, and they're just like, <laughs> "I don't even care what I do. I just want to go do it with you." And I'm like, right, "Let's go do it." You know what I mean? <laughs> and um, 
but over the years, you know, we built out, you know, set, sets of values mm. um, and, and live by those. Uh, and, and we hire based on those. And we, we want to bring in people that have a love for people who are genuinely authentic, who um, are hungry, and they want excellence, you know, and they, they're willing to be excellent, not perfect, but excellence. And people have those values. We want them to come work for our team. And, mm-hmm. and, and um, because if you don't, it's just not going to line up, yeah. you know, and, and we want to impact people. That's our biggest thing. Like, you know, we, we want to provide a roofing service, but impact a customer, yep. you know? So like my goal early was like, do a job for them. And then the next day when they're, um, you know, at the gym or at work or whatever, if you can, they can talk about you out of a conversation on their experience, you've impacted them, you know? Yeah, you'll get another job from it, but it's not about the next job. It's about leaving that kind of an impact and serving somebody with with a heart like that and getting a whole team around that. Yeah, for sure. So can you talk about what, you know, the, Let's take a little higher level look at things from an industry perspective. Um, every perspective, every industry has has its good and bad players. But I mean, when it comes to contracting services, you have folks that have their contractors they rave about, but you can find easily folks that just have nightmare stories. Can you talk about what it's like when you have uh, the level of company you've built to to try and compete in a world where? you've got people very leery coming into, you know, and have probably some preconceived notions that, you know, they're going to go into a bad experience. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, we, we go out and we'll present a lot of value to our customers. We take a lot of time with our customers. Like some people think, well, Hey, you know, these guys are going to spend two and a half hours with you and try to convince you and try to sell you and and try to manipulate you. It's like, no, we're going to come out and we're going to educate you. We're going to show you all the things that we can do to help you. And if you would like those things, great. And if, if not, then, you know, we're not a fit. And, and you know, we, we want to spend that time with a customer because it's, it is a trade. It, you know, it's not like, um, you know, buying a gallon of milk at a store. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you have to have skilled tradesmen and, and there are, there is a lot of logistics. We, we make it look easy at times, but it's not, it, mm-hmm. it, it takes, you know, years to hone and perfect that. So, you know, um, that that's what we do with our, with our players, you know, with our people and stuff. We, we, we build them up, we train them, building systems and processes and you know and that delivers those results and you know we 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 go so far as to um i always told everybody it's like how do you know you did a really great job at the at the end you know so we always set up a a specific script at the end of it all to 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 ask them even though they might have had a great experience we're like um if there was one thing we could have done better to have a for you to have a better experience with us. Would you mind sharing that so we can go out and help the next person and give them an even better experience we gave you? People will tell you because they want to help the next person. And we'll just take that feedback. We'll, we'll listen to our customers and we'll make changes. You know, I mean, without them, we're done. You know, we, 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 we're, we're, we're where we are because all, those, all the people that, you know, decided to choose us. What are you know? some changes you made as a result of customer feedback? Um, you know, people would, we would dig into stuff. Like someone would say, well, you know, um, 
communication could be a little bit better. So, you know, we would call them back and be like, hey, can you specifically tell us what part of the communication that you felt we fell short on to get oh, a wow. specific part uh-huh. of the communication? You know, just to dig in on that. And, and we'll get a census of like, hey, you know, you got to listen to your customers. You know, um, you can't just be like, well, hey, too bad. You know, this is just how we do it. It's mm. like, well, then you're not really out serving people. You're serving yourself. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there were, there were times where there was a big demand for repairs. You know, people didn't want to do repairs because like, well, there's no money in it. It's like, um, okay, well, but it's about serving people. Go meet the demand. If mm-hmm. the people are asking you to get better at something and they're they're calling and we can't get to them, then it's our responsibility to get better at that specific skill to help meet that demand. Nice. Not everybody needs a full roof replacement. They 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 can you know they can get away with a two or three or four thousand dollar repair to limp them along for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like so. Yeah, we we've built that up by listening to our customers. The talent shortage has been felt acutely here in New Hampshire. We have such a low un- unemployment rate. Um, and it's even more so in the trades uh, where, I mean, and, and even before COVID, we were seeing, you know, higher retirement rates. It was an age, it's, it has an aging workforce. Uh, a lot of those folks are, are now retiring out. And we're just not seeing um, younger folks coming into the trades at a rate that's needed. Can you talk about what your experience with that has been and how you've been dealing with that. Yeah. The, um, I mean, we've had struggles like maybe four or five years ago with, um, you know, getting Pete, the right people in at certain points, but then we, we built up, you know, series of questions. I mean, we'll, we'll interrogate you, (laughs) you know, and we do it and we do it for, um, for a number of reasons. We, we never want someone to quit their job, come work for us and then, not work out for us, mm-hmm. you know, and left something that's terrible. So we want to make sure they're a good fit for them as well as for us. And we'll, we'll take people through a lot of screenings to, to find out those innate qualities inside that we need to be able to do what we're going to do. And, um, at different points, we weren't that good at it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, we don't, we never figured it all out by being the best at it right away. Right. You figure things out by being like, Oh boy, we're really not good at this. And we need to get good, um, and and know, and we evolve. But yeah, we nowadays um, because we have that culture, um, people will start coming to us because they know of our the business, they mm-hmm. know our reputation, they know how we treat our customers. So it's easier now for people to start showing up at our door um, where we can you know bring them in. Um, we always wanted to develop like a you know a training for for the trades to, to, to build people up into that area. And we Excellent. haven't, we haven't got there yet, Okay, but, but you know, our, our installers flock to us because you know, how we treat them, how we pay them mm-hmm. and um, um, just our culture, you know, so the, and the consistency that we can provide as far as the work and stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, we talked a little bit about, you know, the industry and all that. Um, through COVID, there was obviously in the con- in construction and just material costs and all of these fluctuations and changes. Um, has that, had had the last, what, four plus years or so and, and just having to go through the pandemic, had that changed um, the way that you do business at all or or uh, anything about the business in a, in a big way? Or were you kind of, you know, set in how you were, how you were able to um, just kind of keep course? Oh yeah, when the COVID thing hit, it was a um, 
traumatic at first. You know, mm. we were moving into our new building that we have over in Norfolk, oh, and uh, you know, we didn't know what to make of it, and um, we, you know, we just stayed steadfast. Mm. You know, and 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 we ended up doing really well that year. You know, um, I'm just like, okay, well, what are we going to do now? You know, <laughs> after you know almost two decades of dealing with adversity. It's like, okay, you kind of get numb to it. When this mm. happened, okay, what are we going to do? Right. You know, and we pivot quickly and adapt. And uh, there were material shortages, and we were very fortunate to have our vendors be able to supply us with stuff. And, um, you know, and you know, it was, it was funny. You know, I made a decision early when COVID happened. I had, uh, I had escrowed money because, um, you know, waiting for, uh, you know, something bad to happen. You oh, Because it does, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, I wanted to have like a six-months supply of, of revenue. Mm -hmm. So I escrowed money like a, a year. I held back all my, my income and I just put it aside. And I had made a decision that if we were going to, you know, lose X amount of dollars, I was going to keep every employee employed for the period of time that we were going to lose that money. Wow. And, and I just, once I made that decision, I was like, it was in the tune of about a half a million dollars. Wow. And I was just like, I'm, I don't care. Like I'm going to keep everybody, uh, working mm -hmm. right through this. And, 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 you know, and, we didn't, we didn't lose. Uh, we, 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 we prospered, mm -hmm. um, very well. And, um, so much that I, when I even got the, um, some of the government money, cause we received some, I, mm -hmm. I split a large percentage of it back with the employees at the end of the year. Cause it was just, uh, the right thing to do. It's like when you move to do the right, the certain thing, you just do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it's, you know, it was a lot of demand in COVID too, though. We, um, we would present outside on picnic tables and set up chairs to meet with customers <laughs> and wear masks. And Nobody and, in that know, brand new and, office you just got, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And it went through the whole company. I mean, everyone got COVID. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah. But, um, we're, you know, everyone stayed healthy. Good. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about, you, you've been obviously in this for, for quite a while as, as a kid and, and then starting the business in 04, but talk to me a little bit about... Um, the technology uh, in construction and in roofing, you know, you, as a layman or some guy that just has to replace his front step every once in a while, um, I'm like, well, you know, it, it sort of is what it is. There's the, there's uh, a lot of the technology to me um, maybe doesn't seem like quote unquote technology. I'm doing air quotes, but um, talk a little bit just about how that's changed for you either. Uh, and if that's been a, a good change or something you really have to get used to um, around the, quote unquote, again, technology in, in construction. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, my team would probably be laughing when they're going to hear this because they're like, Adam's the worst at technology. <laughs> it was, um, you know, we, we, we started growing drastically in two, from 2014 in North. That's where we really started making our jumps. Mm, and, okay. and I, um, I actually got off of the roofs at that point. Cause I we just got to a point when you're like 38, 39, you're like, you start getting beat up from your body. Right. And, uh, I hired some key people that helped me a lot of, with our CRMs and building that out. And nice. but I was naturally, you know, we're 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 diving into data. You know, yeah. you need the data to make decisions you on do. and track it. So we're we're very adamant on collecting data using technology. Um, you know, even personality profiles with our people to make sure we're hiring people that are going to be the right fit for the certain positions. Like we're, people are like, you do all this at a roofing company? And it's like, it's a business. It's right. It's, no matter it's, what you're doing. You, you, you take the philosophies 
that other people have showed you. And, mm-hmm. we, and we've learned those from um, networking groups that we've been a part of over the years. Nice. Just, I didn't just create everything. I, I did a lot of cheating and, and, and admitted <laughs> in certain areas that I didn't know what I was doing. And, mm-hmm. if you, and that's hard sometimes for people to admit, you know, they have a lack in an area, but if it's true, then admit it and then go find it, yeah. find the resources. Your people deserve you to, you know, to be that. It's for the them. CEO myth. That if I'm the head of this company, I need to have all the answers. Yeah. And the successful people are the ones that know they don't, That's and right. they hire the people that That's do. That's right. That's right. 100%. It takes a massive tribe where we're all fitly joined together. 100%. Very nice. Very nice. So um, you've come this far. The company is, is thriving and growing. Um, what's next? What's out there? What do you have your eyes on? I... Um... You know, the foundationally, all I wanted to be, I didn't necessarily want to grow. I wanted to be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Good things grow. If you're a good thing, mm-hmm. it will grow. Mm-hmm. I never like, well, hey, we're going to get to this and we're going to do 20 million right. and we're going to do this. Like, I'm like, I just wanted to do the next right thing and keep it really simple. And a lot of people are like, well, you don't have a 10 year plan. I'm like, um, no, <laughs> you know what I mean. We, we I have, do not. We no. have one now, but I don't even like it because, like, it, it can pivot, it can yeah. switch. Right. It, it's um, but you know, we just continue to want to um, continue to serve our people and mm-hmm. like in the repair division, the roofing division. Um, we we have built out a gutter install. Nice. Uh, it's a great product. Uh, we have exclusive um, rights to to market that product in in our local area it's it's just so we're going to be building that out you know um yeah i mean we we why i want to grow is you want to hire really great people Mm -hmm. great people want to grow it is your responsibility to develop an environment for them to grow into that environment or else they will grow out of your environment you know, so everyone wants to be hire great people, but great people just don't want to stay in one spot. Right. They want to evolve, you know, and, and, uh, and sometimes it's monetary and, you know, everybody wants that, but like, sometimes it's like all the other skills, you know, that they learn in the organization that we, everybody shares with each other, you know, it's like a family, you know, so. So do you create pathways for folks within the, the company? Can someone start off, say, you know, as a, a, a laborer? And eventually go, you know, I'd really like to move up into that job. And how do you help them do that? Yeah, well, like, you know, we had a guy, um, it was funny, I think he's been here for five years and or so, and he used to do roof roofs, and it would take like a week to do one roof. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to do, you know, four roofs in one day when you come here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, he became our... He's our repair manager now and does an outstanding job, and he evolved. You know what I mean? Uh, If they want to, it's our job to put them in that environment. What also we do, though, is we share um, our personality profiles with them so they understand where their strengths are and their weaknesses. And sometimes a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, like, um, I think I want to do that, but then... But this, these are the attributes you kind of have to have to do that. And they're like, but I don't feel, I feel uncomfortable when I do those things. So they'll basically be like, no, I really don't want to do that. You know, I want to stay doing this because mm-hmm. it, you know, it ties into like what makes them tick and how they they were built to be Love great that. at something. So, um, yeah, not everybody wants to conquer the world. Some people just want a stable environment where they can grow and prosper and, and, you know, like, uh, 
you can't have too many me's in my business. <laughs> We'd all be arguing with each other. <laughs> right, right. Trying to get to the yeah. Oh my god. To the next level. Yeah. Oh man, that's um but that's I mean that's a great point that you're so you you know you talk about how you initially as a younger person were like, "Well, I'm in it for the money," right? Um and you you morph where you know maybe you've got a new employee who's in it for the money or needs that that stable job, but then you start to help them realize what they want to do or what they don't want to do or who they are or what they're not good at. And I think that's, um, there's a lot to be said for that. That's a really great quality as an employer and as someone who's really looking out for individuals and helping them grow as humans. That's um, pretty exceptional. Yeah. They, um, you know, I don't, I, it's not me to determine what someone's why is, you know, and if they can feel comfortable enough sharing, you know, their motivation, I can't tell them, well, that's a bad motivation. I can only let them try to maybe achieve that and then Mm -hmm. realize maybe that's not my why. And then they find new whys, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, they, they, they don't sometimes come in and realize the impact they're going to have helping people. And all of a sudden they start telling all these stories when they're out there like, wow, this is like, I didn't realize I was going to get this here. It's like, yeah, you can make money, but you're getting this, like you're helping people, you know? And I told them the other day, even like, Hey, you, you go out and help somebody and you can make that person feel a little bit better. Who else feels better? And it's mm-hmm. like, you do. So one act makes two people feel better. Yeah. Like, think about that math. Now, if you keep doing that math, what's going to happen? That's exponential right there. Exponential. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people would interview me and they'd be like, hey, so what you do really has nothing to do with roofing. And I'm like, you get it now. Yeah. Yeah. You get it now. We, we haven't talked as much about <laughs> roofing today as we have for, as, as, as people. And, and yeah. I think that's really important because yeah. like you said, it's not, you're not a roofer, you're a, you're, you're a business, but you're also, there's a lot that goes into, into that. So, right. and a lot that comes out of it too. I think it's great perspective um, and great philosophies too. Um, so Adam Valancourt is the CEO, the founder, the visionary really, but to, behind Adam Valancourt Roofing and Construction out of Milford, New Hampshire. Adam, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you uh, for being with us, but also uh, for being who you are and how you're, uh, you're growing this company and the individuals that work with you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys having me man such an honor thanks all right take care all right thank you for joining us today if you enjoyed the stories and information you heard on today's podcast find more by subscribing to business nh magazine or visiting businessnhmagazine.com i'm matt mowry and i'm nathan carroll bizcast nh is a production of granite media group